What is going on out there? What is shaking? What is doing? Guess what? We're back. It's another episode. I'm doing, uh, I'm doing, doing episodes. You know, <laughs> that's what's, that's what's fantastic about this is I'm actually getting up and I'm uh, actually doing some stuff with this show again. So I'm digging it. And guess what? Look at the, look at the angle here, guys. I think I got the, the angle um, in the perfect, uh, the perfect skew this time. You know, I used the word skew last time, and I think it's good, pretty good. I maybe have a little bit of a of a problem here where I've got too much of this door and wood on this um, on this side of the trailer. I have too much wood over here, and maybe you know a little lackluster wood over here. So I could maybe proportionately equal out the wood for everybody. But what are you going to do, man? You know I, I don't have a protractor. I don't have a, a level. Um, you know a compass, all those type of things to to. To get things uh, a ruler, <laughs> to get things in the right proportion, so I'm just kind of eyeballing it. And as you all well know, or as you as you all know very well, right? Is that what I'm trying to say? Is my eyesight's not that great, really? Um, I do have this other angle set up over here. I don't know if it's any better than than the other angle, really. I mean, it's kind of a side angle. So I was trying to just do a side thing going on. I'll zoom in a little closer on that one um, and, you know, I'll try to look at this camera when I have that camera on. But I just was pissed off that the last episode I could not get that camera uh, to work. And it's not a success. You know, I mentioned the last episode it's a success. It used to be a success. I had a success that had a, a busted screen that I would use uh, just for video on this podcast. And uh, I no longer used it as a phone phone. I don't even know where that phone is, to be honest with you. I might have tossed it in the trash. I don't know why I would have because that would be a third camera, so I'm pretty sure I've got it somewhere, but I, you know, I'm discombobulated, really, folks. Now, let's go back to this camera. This is, you know, the iPad right here in front of me, so I'm kind of discombobulated. I've got so many things running through my head. I've got this uh, presentation I'm trying to put together and do. I've got, um, I'm trying to get my trailer squared away. I finally got it out of my parents' backyard today. I pulled it out, and it is now back in the, the driveway, side driveway, I got the leveling jacks uh, squared up again, so that's why you know we're level. We're not uh, shaking like we were the other night because um, I got the jacks down. 
So I got that going on. I'm trying to just uh, you know catch up with some people and do some things. I'm trying to take care of my dog. I'm trying to uh, tomorrow probably I got to get out here and do some things in this trailer and get some things straightened up and squared away and you know sweep it out, wipe it out, sanitize it, and just clean it up after three months of sitting stagnant. Um, so that's what'll be happening some tomorrow. Let's see if we can go back to this angle. No, nah, that's not the one I like. This is straight on. This is kind of the best angle, really. But if you like a straight on angle, you know, some people don't, some people like uh, things a little offset. But so I'm just kind of doing a little update. I'm saying so a lot. I really, as always, didn't have a real big plan for what I was going to do on the show. I just pulled the trailer out and I said, hey, I'm back. I'm level again. Let's, um, let's see if we can get a, another show in the bank and talk about some of the stuff that's happened over the last, uh, you know, week since the last time I did a show. So that song on front there that was Candle Box called Breathe Me In. And uh, the reason I played that song is one, I, I love Candle Box. Candle Box is one of my favorite uh, bands of all time. I love those guys. They are still killing it. They just put an album this year. I listened to it multiple times while I was paddling the Mississippi River. It really got me through a lot of uh, hard paddles fantastic new album they just keep they just kill it they uh sound the same as they've sounded since you know the grunge days back in the early 90s and they're still putting out uh, quality content and i'm digging it this is off of the previous album i think previous to this new one that just came out in 2021 but it kind of coincides with the beer i'm going to open and uh the beer that i'm going to open and it kind of coincides with the uh, uh the beer coincides with something else. So it kind of all connects. It all connects, guys, you know. And I had somebody tell me the other day that, you know what, uh, you can say guys. Guys is not really, it's just kind of a general term. Um, there's going to be some people out there that maybe disagree that say maybe I can't use that term. So if, it, if I throw it out there, I'm going to use it. I'm not going to apologize for it. But um, I'll try and say folks or people or um, what other, other what, whatever other term I can think of. But so ba, 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 ba. yeah we'll open this beer so the the beer i'm i'm drinking today is called breathe easy if you've noticed there's a theme going on i'm really digging these southern range uh beers we had one the other night on the last podcast uh by the way that was ray leota that i was trying to think of that's where um that line from the movie came from that says uh funny uh like i'm a clown uh, Joe Pesci, Pesci asked that of Ray, Ray Liotta in the movie. God, I can't speak. My tongue is not uh, functioning correctly. So we're going to drink a beer from that same brewery company. Uh, Breathe Easy. It's an IPA. It's an Imperial Double New England IPA, actually, a hazy IPA. I don't know why they put, when they put New England IPA, I don't know why they put hazy along with it, because really the the term New England or NEPA or New England IPA is, uh, it, it really denotes that it's a hazy IPA, I think. I think if I'm wrong, let me know I'm wrong. But I believe that that was the whole thing of that coming about versus a West Coast IPA that was uh, hazy and uh, juicier and less less bitterness from the hops, even though a lot of times these beers have more hops in them than, than a traditional IPA. So... Uh, to give more flavor, but they just add those IPA or the they add the hops in a different portion of the of the brewing process. So you have uh, you know you have uh, bittering hops, you have flavoring hops, you have finishing hops, you have all kind of different stages of adding hops that give you a different profile of those hops. Um, so the, the hazy they kind of add at a later stage to to not give you those bittering, but kind of give you those finishing and flavoring hops 
Um, so there's normally a lot more of them uh, traditionally. So again, I don't know why they add hazy to, to the New England name there, but uh, I'm doing all this talking without even uh, being on camera, so that's kind of fun. Juicy Hazy Double IPA Generously Hopped with Citra, Simcoe, and El Dorado. Breathe Easy was brewed in memory of our dear friend Daryl, or Durrell, who lost his life in cystic fibrosis, or two, not in cystic fibrosis. He wasn't in, you know, cystic fibrosis, fibrosis but <laughs> he lost his life to cystic fibrosis. I'm sorry, I shouldn't be laughing about that, but all proceeds from Breathe Easy will be donated to the Cystic Fibrosis Foundation. So we've made a donation with this purchase, so that's good. So the beer I'm talking about right here is, uh, see if we can get it in the frame. Uh, see if we can get the light off of it. So Southern Range, uh, Breathe Easy. Breathe Easy goes with the song I just played, uh, Breathe Me In from Candlebox. And then why are we breathing easy, folks? Why are we breathing easy? Because... I have finally set a date for my presentation up at Coastal Coffee Roasters and a time. Uh, we're going to pour this in a glass real quick. Cup, tumbler, whatever you want to call it. I don't use glassware in the trailer anymore because it's just dangerous. You know, I don't want glass breaking and uh, having to clean up glass all over the trailer. So I ended up buying uh, these little tumbler type things. This is from Boonshire uh, Brewing Company up in Boone, North Carolina. I love these guys. I bought two of them while I was up there uh, the last time I visited Boone. And they're just fantastic. They keep things nice and cold. They keep them hot if you put a hot drink in there. Um, only thing is you don't get to see the beer, and that's kind of a, a, a good, uh, a bad thing for the show. You know, I like to show you the beer and the color and the, the head on it and all those nuances. But who cares, really? Who cares? So let's take a, take a sip of this beer and see what's going on. Man, another winner from Southern Range Brewing Company. They're, they're, they're killing it. I've had probably since I've been back in town, and these guys, again, are out of Monroe, North Carolina. So I consider them local. They're not South Carolina beer, but they're local within the local region. Uh, Georgia, South Carolina, North Carolina, I kind of consider the, the local region around me that, uh, that uh, I can get pretty read readily at the stores here in town. So... I've had, let's see, I've had one, two, three, four, maybe this is the fifth beer I've had from those guys so far, maybe six possibly, and every single one of them have just, uh, they've knocked it out the park. They've done a really good job. It seems like they focus on the IPAs quite often, quite a bit. I, I, I don't think I've had, matter of fact, I know I haven't had anything else besides an IPA from these guys, so uh, they're killing that game. I'd like to try some of their other stuff, but I just haven't seen their other stuff out and about yet, so as soon as I do... You'll be the first to know, and I'll be the first to drink it for you, but uh, we're going to zoom in just a tad bit farther here, further, farther. So, yeah, breathe easy. Um, I finally got together. I went up to Coastal Coffee today, and I, you know, I've been talking back and forth with uh, Brad and, and Danielle, Brad the owner, and Danielle the, the manager up there, and I've been trying to set up a date, and I didn't really know when I wanted to do it. I didn't know when I was ready. I was kind of procrastinating on even starting this thing. And it's, it's kind of hard to always start a project, right? I mean, it takes a oh, uh, speaker cut off. Um, it takes a little time to kind of get motivated sometimes. You know, sometimes you have to have a deadline to, to get you motivated to start a project. And I, I'll be honest, I'm out of practice. And I'm always honest on the show. But I'm out of practice with uh, doing PowerPoints and presentations and, and talking to people and those things. Of course, I talk to you guys 
I talked to people on the show. Um, I talked to tons of people on the river during this uh, 2,200 mile paddle and the, you know 94 days on the river. We talked to tons of people and had to explain our, our journey and and uh, just you know sometimes small talk, sometimes real talk, sometimes uh, just in general uh, great conversations, what have you. But to actually sit down and put together a PowerPoint, and I'm not, I'm not using PowerPoint this time, really. I've, I've always done, you know, my time in the military, my time in public speaking, um, uh, college, uh, different classes, whatever. I've always used Microsoft PowerPoint. Well, um, I have, I still have a, a, a PC, I have a, a Microsoft Surface, but most of the stuff I use now, um, pretty much 99% of the time, is my two iPhones here. And I forgot to, I forgot to finish that story. So this is not an iPhone 6S. Um, I'm no longer using that phone. I'm sure it's somewhere. Why would I throw it away? This was the iPhone 10 that I had bought to replace the uh, 6S because it had a cracked screen on it. So before I went on the river, and I've told you this, guys, before, uh, the story before, but before I went on the river, I decided I was going to go ahead and upgrade to a 12 uh, Pro. That way I would have the best camera possible uh, for you guys to have the best pictures possible while I was out on the river in the videos and things like that. So so this is actually a 10 um, over here. This is the, where, where, are we, where are we here? So this is the 10, excuse me, this is the 12 Pro. This is the iPad Pro right here. As I was saying, it's always you know it's always hard to start a, start a project, especially when you haven't done something for a little while. Uh, whether it be running, whether it be working out, whether it be getting back onto PowerPoint, whether it be uh, a relationship. I mean, things are always kind of hard to start, and you've got to kind of create that new habit, and you got to kind of get back in the groove. Uh, like I said, I'm not using Microsoft PowerPoint uh, this time. I'm using a thing called Google Slides. My buddy Eric, that paddled with me, a good friend now. Uh, he's doing a presentation up there for somebody in his town. I'm not sure. I think it might be the VFW or some sort of military organization. And he recommended, because I told him, I said, I've got a Mac, I've got two iPhones, I've got an iPad. I really would like to find something that I could do this presentation with on, on those platforms, on Apple platform. And he told me the Google uh, Slides had a thing that was pretty much... Um, very, very similar to, and very, you know, you would recognize the functionality of it, uh, similar to MS PowerPoint. So that's what I'm using right now is uh, putting that together all day, but it just took me a while to get started. You know, a couple times I pulled it up and just started uh, messing with some slides. I'm like, ah, oh, man, I hated, I used to hate this. I hated it. And that's one of the reasons I quit, I quit my, my government job after three years. I was like, man, I hate the meetings. I hate the, the spreadsheets I got to do. I hate the PowerPoints I got to create. I hate the the people I have to man, they don't hate them, but it was just, you know, I'm done. I was done with it. I was done with the, the commutes. I was done with the traffic. I was done with the, um, every aspect of corporate life. I was done with it. And that's why I left and, and became a partner in a brewer, uh, uh, not a brewer, a partner and a, a bartender up at Homegrown Brewhouse. Um, before I finally gave up everything and said, I'm, I'm, I'm just going to retire and hit the road, you know, so. So, with all that said, I'm breathing easy now, guys, and that's the purpose of the beer, is because I finally have started the the Google Slide process. I've got some things in play, and I finally got with Brad and Danielle today. I finally got with Ben Banky up there at Oak Road Brewing Company. Um, I got with uh, Paul Stone of the Paul Stone Project, or Paul Pietrofesso of the Paul Stone Project. Got with all the entities that are going to be involved in this um, 
in this uh, presentation. And finally, we all got in line. We picked a date. We picked a time. And I think it's going to all come together. So you'll be the first to hear it. It's going to be November 18th. It's going to be on a Thursday. It's going to be at Coastal Coffee Roasters. It'll start at uh, roughly 5 o'clock, 5 p.m. Uh, give time to kind of get time for people to kind of get off work and get over there, get their kids situated, bring their kids with them. I don't know, whatever. We're going to sit in the uh, cafe. The cafe will be closed. Uh, Brad is going to graciously open the cafe just for this presentation. So won't be any, any other business in there besides the presentation going on to interfere with the, with the show. The presentation will last approximately five to six ish. Um, I'll give a little slideshow, whatever. We're just going to do a meet and greet, kind of a, a Q&A type thing. I'm going to bring my gear up there, my canoe, uh, showcase everything, and let people just kind of take a look at uh, what went down the river, uh, 2,200 miles down the river over 94 days. And uh, then we're going to break loose. We're going to break loose from there. We're going to go next door to Oak Road Brewing Company. Um, originally, we're going to try and do some sort of a beer release coincided with this thing, but uh, it's just it's too difficult with this short a time frame to kind of come up with a beer and a recipe and and brew it and, and get it out in a timely manner. You know, I kind of want to get this thing done while it's still fresh in my mind. Uh, but regardless, we're gonna we're gonna swing next door after the presentation uh, to Oak Road Brewing Company, and we're gonna do uh, kind of a meet and greet. You know, people can come over and uh, from the pre presentation, or new people can come in and and just uh, meet the paddler. I guess is what you're gonna what we could call it and have more opportunity to sit down and, and just have a conversation with me and, and talk to me about what happened on the river and my experience. And, uh, you know, maybe they want to get some know-how maybe they want to do the trip, you know, one day, or maybe they just want to paddle in general and they just want to get some tips on paddling or what have you. I'm going to be there to answer any and all questions and kind of give some tips and tricks and, and my experience. So we'll do that. And then Mr. Paul Stone and his crew, uh, we're going to try and bring a trio into the brewery and we'll do uh you know just a, a couple hour show of music and you know one of the things we're going to do is premiere the uh the song that paul wrote uh for me on the mississippi river or he didn't write it on the mississippi river but for me while i was paddling the mississippi river he wrote a song for me uh, called mississippi row on so we'll premiere that out here in somerville and uh, he's got a, a new uh, finishing verse that i think he's adding to it uh, that is going to be a premiere for me. I, I probably have never even heard this last verse, so I know he had told me that he, he thinks he's finished out the fourth verse. So that's exciting. You know, I can breathe easy now. Uh, not quite, because I still got to finish the, the presentation and add some pictures and stuff that I'm, I'm going to put in there and figure out exactly how I'm going to streamline it and, and the flow, and I'll have to practice a few times here and there. Which, you know, I don't normally uh, do, as you know, on this show. I, I'm just kind of impromptu. I just kind of throw things together. I've stopped uh, even using notes like I used to do in the beginning, the uh, beginning of the show when I started with Caleb. Oh, and by the way, Mr. Caleb Choir, you know we haven't done anything. We haven't collaborated on anything. We haven't done anything together as a team, um, as partners, or, or in conjunction with each other since uh, we split up on the show. You know, since we went our separate ways and started doing our separate things and, and different things. So. Mr. Caleb Choir from the Bait Cat Studio, uh, CQ Works, um, Women, in Brewing, Women in Brewing Podcast. Uh, he's now the PR guy for Oak Road Brewing Company and for Coastal Coffee Roasters and a few other places around town, some eating establishments, some food trucks, some whatever. He is going to help me promote this thing and, and get the word out and you know, uh, build an event uh, website and uh, 
I don't know, flyers, do some promotion uh, with one of his characters he has out there named Klaus. I'm sure there's going to be some of that involved, but this will be the first time uh, Mr. Mr. Choir and I have collaborated on anything. Um, hell, I don't know, in about two years, probably. I mean, I, I can't even remember when we split up on the show. I think we started this show together, Craft Conversations, back in May or April or May of... Um, April, I think, of 2018. So what? What is it now? It's uh, 2021. So I think we did that for for about three months together before I broke off. So 2018. I mean, it's been almost three years, probably since. Shit, has it been that damn long since we've collaborated? And I'm not gonna lie, I've tried to collaborate with Caleb, and uh, probably went about it the wrong way. You know, I was kind of kind of a dick about it, but I was trying to create some sort of controversy, and uh, kind of get like a what I envisioned was like a Howard Stern, Imus type little spat going on, or maybe a David Letterman, Jay Leno spat, or whoever you want to throw together in, in those, in those spats. I was trying to get like a little back and forth going on. And, and, uh, you know, I talk, talk about him. He would get on his podcast when he had one called the, like I said, podcast, and he would talk about me. Um, and we kind of go back and forth and just make it a thing, but he didn't want to play along and that's fine. It was probably a dick move for me to even try and get him to play along with that. But it was fun, nonetheless. <laughs> I had fun with it. And I thought we could have fun with it together. I wasn't trying to be a dick. I wasn't trying to be mean. I wasn't trying to be an enemy. I was trying to collaborate and, and actually, you know, just make it a thing. And, uh, you know, it, it would maybe get me more viewers and followers and, and the same thing with him. And I, I just wanted to try, try and beef up both of our podcasts. But, but again, nevertheless, we're, uh, we're getting together. We're collaborating on this thing. And uh, I hope that it maybe breeds a new season, a new, a new bond, a new friendship, um, and maybe we can start doing some things together. Because I like the stuff that he's doing. I think he's hilarious, um, and he's doing some good stuff. And he he puts out a good product. He's a great artist. He's a great filmmaker. He's a great photographer. And um, I'd really like to, to to collaborate and do more things with him. So there's that. So we got that going on. What else is going on, guys? What hap What's happening? Uh, let me take another sip of this beer, man. It's good. It's not that warm. I bought these up at the beer den earlier. I was up there doing uh, some more work on the podcast and uh, collaborating with um, with Ben and Paul, trying to, to set things up. And I bought these. They were on the shelf, not in the fridge, so they're not ice cold. I threw two of them into the, into the, uh, the freezer when I got back here while I was moving the trailer and getting things set up. I figured it would have time enough to kind of cool down. So it's kind of, you know, it's about halfway there, I guess. But Still delicious. I mean, come on. 94 days on the river. How many times do you think we had an ice cold drink? Hmm. Probably 10% of the time. 10% <laughs> of the trip did we have something that was ice cold, uh, specifically a beer. Um, you know, we, we utilize our cooler and some of the other stuff for others, other things for storage for other things, instead of putting ice in there and worrying about having cold water or cold tea or cold beers, uh, cold juice drinks, Gatorade, whatever. On the occasion that we did have those things, you know, we'd stop at a gas station or we'd be in a town and get something from the, from the bar, man, it was a treat. So it was nice to, um, you know, not always have an ice cold drink out there on the river. It made you appreciate that ice cold drink when you did get one you know, down the road, down the river, in the next town, what have you. So we drank uh, warm beer, 
plenty of times for lunch down the river at the campsite uh, before before uh, bedtime, what have you, many, many, many times. So what was I just saying? I was saying, what was I saying? I was saying, drinking this beer. Oh, I was talking about, so what else has been going, what else has been going on? What else has been going on? Holy hell. I came back into town and I said, you know what? And I think I talked about this last episode that I had purchased some Theo Vaughn tickets for the Theo Vaughn uh, two-night event that he was having at the Gilliard Auditorium here in Charleston. I came back into town. I went on to the website. I forgot. I'd forgotten. Before I went on to the before I went on to the Mississippi River, before I left, I had heard on his podcast that he was going to be in Charleston for, for a night. So I looked up the date on it. It was 22 October. And at the time, I said, man, I'm not even sure how long this trip is going to take. I don't know if I'll be back in town by the 22nd of October. I don't want to chance it and buy these tickets and not be able to use them. Uh, you know, just waste money or what have you. So I decided against buying the tickets before I left. Well, I got back into town and I was listening to one of his latest podcast episodes. And I heard him still talking about, hey, I'm going to be in Charleston. I'm going to be in Asheville. I'm going to be in blah, 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 town, city. So I decided, what the hell, I'm going to go on Gilliard's uh, site or Theo Vaughn's site and look at his events, shows, tour, and see if I can find uh, any tickets close to me. Well, it still showed that there was, uh, you know, tickets in Charleston, South Carolina. So I went on to the Gilliard website and it said, um, you know, a show October 22nd, Friday, a show October 23rd on Saturday. But it said that the 22nd show was sold out and they had added a second date because, you know, because of the interest, you know, the, the demand for the show. I decided, I said, shit, let me just, because I had something else going on on, tw- on the 23rd on Saturday. I didn't want to uh, commit myself to Theo Vaughn on that day. So I just clicked on get tickets for the 22nd. And I said, let's just take a shot. So I clicked on get tickets. I went uh, down to the orchestra section. I said, man, I want to be as close as I can to Theo if I go see his show. I clicked on the orchestra section, which is the ground floor um section of the Coliseum or the, the auditorium. And luckily there was still seats available. So I found a seat on row D seat one, freaking awesome. Uh, aisle seat all by myself. Well, I wasn't by myself. I had a guy that bought a seat next that had a seat next to me that was probably a little, you know, he was like an airplane. He probably should have had two seats really probably should have had to purchase two seats uh, at the size he was, but I'm not fat shaming him. I'm not saying, you know, anything bad about him, but I mean, come on, these seats fit, you know, a certain size person. And maybe you should have had two seats because you kind of crowded me out a little bit, but regardless, had a great time. Oh my God. Uh, probably I've been to a lot of comedy shows. You know, I was in Vegas for three years. I saw a lot of comedy out there. I mean, Bill Cosby, Dave Chappelle, Joe Rogan, big names, small names, probably most likely, maybe definitely, the best live comedy show I've ever seen in my entire life. And I've seen a lot of comedy shows. Is it the best comedy show I've ever seen? No, I wouldn't say that. But as far as in person, live, oh my gosh! I mean, even the even the the headline, even the uh, not the headliner, the uh, the host that came out. Um, I think her name was Katie. Can't remember her last name. Even the uh, uh, the second guy. That was opening up uh, Ari Manning. Let's see if I can figure out what that guy's name was. Hold on just a second. Ari. Let's take a look. Let's 
take a look here real quick. Ari, Ari Manis. So Ari Manis, this dude right here. I don't know if I can click his picture. No, I can maybe, well, shit. I can maybe zoom in right here. So this is Ari Manis. He was the second comedian that uh, that talked the other night. Talked. <laughs> he didn't talk. He, gave, he performed. He did a comedy show. Hilarious. Is it hilarious or hilarious? I say hilarious. It's. I think it's spelled actually hilarious, but oh my gosh, this guy was funny as shit. And of course, Theo is just unbelievable. Theo is so seamless. But anyway, I would recommend Ari Manis. I would recommend uh, Katie. If I knew her last name, I'd tell you her last name. I want to look her up and, and see more comedy from her, but she was funny. She might have been a local act. I'm not sure. Hilarious. The entire night, Theo Vaughn, he makes it so seamless. He acts like this is the first time he's ever told this story, or, or he acts like he's just... Uh, making shit up off the top of his head, but I'm sure some of it more than likely, but I'm sure he has to practice this and he has to put it together. I mean, nobody's going to come up and just do a tour and just wing it off the top of their head. I don't think, um, I saw him on, um, King and the Sting from last week. And he even said that during this tour, you know, he has Netflix special special out right now. So he said on the latest podcast he did with, uh, with Brendan Schraub, Schaub, that he probably used 25% of the Netflix special in this tour that he's doing right now, and probably the rest of it, 75% is all new material. But after watching his Netflix special, and I watched it before I went to the show at the Gilliard, I kind of did it... Um, I didn't really want to. I thought to myself, man, what if I watch this Netflix special and the, the, the show that I go see is the exact same thing as the Netflix special? That's going to suck. And then I said to myself, I said, wait a minute. I said, there's no way that Netflix special just came out two days, I think, prior to the show. There's no way he just did that show. That show had to have been recorded and been in the books months ago, a year ago. I don't know how long ago it was recorded. So I said, man, there's no way this, this is going to be the same show. So I went ahead and watched the Netflix special before I went. And yes, he did perform some of the same jokes, some of the same routines from the Netflix special, but... He had, you know, punched him up a little bit. He had retooled him. He had, uh, you know, different endings to him. So they were the same jokes, but I thought they were better performed. And he had, he had cleaned them up and, and made him improved them, made him even better. So if you missed that show, I'm sorry for you. If you can find him somewhere else in a different town uh, while you're still on tour, I would highly recommend it. If you're a Theo Vaughn fan, even if you're not, if you're just a comedy fan, highly recommend that you go. And check out Theo Vaughn. Um, fantastic. So that's what I did this past Friday night. And I almost bought a ticket to go see him the second night. It was so funny. And I said, man, the second night, I bet you he tweaks it just, just a little something different that's going to be even funnier. Um, even if he doesn't, it's still a hilarious show. But I didn't. I had uh, the show um, Birthday Bash at Action on Wine Whitehall to go to. So I did that. I went with my good friend... Uh, female friend, female, I don't know, girlfriend. I don't know what you call her. I don't know what, I don't know what we call each other. <laughs> I don't think we've known what we call each other for three something plus years, four years, however long. Um, I don't know. I went with Tess and uh, we had a good time. Fantastic time. The weather was perfect. We, we sat outside. Uh, they had a couple of food trucks. They had a uh, jig wiggler, 
uh, played with a three-piece band up there, played some fantastic, uh, some original tunes, and then some uh, cover stuff. Um, of course, the whole crew up there at Action on Wine is fantastic, fabulous. They treated everybody um, perfectly and, and did a great job servicing everyone, uh, had some great uh, beers. I did have some food from the from the fed up food truck that was fantastic. Had a, I think it was called a pig bowl. So it was like it's like pulled pork. It has some um, coleslaw. It had it was over rice. Had some mustard barbecue sauce in there. Maybe some pickles. What the hell else was in there? I think that was about it. But it was uh, it was so good. A little tiny bowl, just enough. And what else? I was supposed to go to, um, you know, Frothy Beard Offworld to see uh, Paul Stone, but um, I'm done. I'm done with Frothy, Frothy Beard Offworld. I'll, I, I won't go in there ever again. And uh, you don't need to know why. Maybe one day I'll tell you why, but um, I'm done with him. I, I gave him a shot. Um, I gave some of the people that worked there a shot. I, I tried to be the bigger man and be the, be the adult in the situation. And um, I'm just done with them. They they can go, you know. I hope they do well. Let's just put it. I'm not going to badmouth them. I hope they do well, but they're not going to get my business, and that's all there is to say about that. So, so that's that. What else we got going on? I had it all on this phone. I always have my notes on this phone, and then when I get to doing the podcast, my phone's way over here, and I can't I can't figure out what I was what else I was going to talk about. We're 34 minutes in already, so we're doing better than we did last show. Not better. It doesn't have to be a long show or a short show or any time of, any type of time limit going on. But I'm still thinking that I'm going to wait. You know, November 18th, man. It's a long time for me to keep my mouth shut on some of this some of this river trip. But I think I just want to wait because I'm, I'm going to record. I'm going to try and have these cameras set up. Um, I want to have. Uh, I'll probably use my leveling mic, maybe, or my lavalier mic, I'm sorry, to uh, maybe get the sound. I'm not quite sure how I'm going to do it yet, because I want some people to ask me some questions. I want to do a Q&A thing, and I'm, I'm just, I'm trying to figure out how I'm going to get the questions, you know, on the podcast. But I want to record everything, so I have my iPad set up. I'll probably have these cameras set up a couple angles so you can see the crowd in there. Uh, maybe one pointed at the screen so you can see the the, the, the slideshow that I'm going to do. Very minimal slideshow. It's going to be mostly just me kind of winging it. Like I said, I'm 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 setting up a, a semi script on this on this uh, slideshow, but really it's going to be kind of an impromptu speech type thing where I'll just get up there and just bullshit like I do on the show, and hopefully not ramble on too much. You know, I want to have a little bit of structure because I do have a time limit of about an hour for this thing, so I don't want to go over. Um, under would be okay, but I don't want to go over the hour and, and keep Brad and, and, and whoever else he brings to the show presentation any longer than I have to. Like I said, they're opening the doors just for me, um, and they'll lock them behind us so nobody else comes in and thinks that they're open. But what was I saying? So, yeah, it's going to be kind of an impromptu thing. I'm just going to get up there and just kind of shoot the shit. I'll basically be fielding questions after I kind of get, give you some meat of the subject and you know, I just want to put out there some facts about Warrior Expeditions, some facts about the Mississippi River, um, and then kind of go in and talk a little bit uh, maybe about the gear that I used or the gear that was issued to us and, and how that was significant. I'm going to have my, my gear there, and I'll, I'll kind of go over some gear stuff there as well. But the main thing is I, I want people to be able to say, hey, uh, you know, I've always wanted to know this about the river. What, how was this? How were the barges? How was that? How was the water? How was the... 
how are the fish? How are the alligators? You know, um, whatever questions are out there, I want to be able to answer those questions. So with all that said, the camera on the screen, the camera on me, uh, maybe a camera on the audience, uh, a couple spots. If I can find my third phone, uh, I can even have a, a, another camera there. And I want to field questions for the audience, but I don't know how I'm going to do that. So if I can't figure out some sort of mic setup, then uh, you'll be able to hear me perfectly. But what I might do is just, somebody asked me a question, I'll just have to repeat that question for you guys, uh, for anybody listening. Uh, so that way you know what the question was, and then uh, I'll answer that question. So, And then, like I said, we'll move on from there. We're going to mosey on over next door to the Oak Road Brewing Company. We'll We'll uh, partake in some of their great lagers, pilsners, those type things that they brew over there. And Mr. Paul Stone has gracious, graciously agreed to come out and support me. And, and it's, uh, you know, I'm, I'm humbled and I get, man, it's like the river, right? Um, just all the graciousness and all the love and the, and the support from all the people down the river, up the river that uh, supported us along the way. And then to get back and, uh, you know, still have these people, your friends, your, your ex-coworkers, your acquaintances uh, still support you in such a way that it's just phenomenal, fantastic, you know. And it just, uh, yeah, I don't know how I'm going to get through this presentation when I do it, actually, because when I talk about them and I talk about the people on the river and I talk about just the, the goodness in, in people in this world, um, versus what you hear every day on the stupid news and on Facebook and all these all, the, all these social media platforms, Twitter, that just, oh, they just make you angry every day. And it's just bullshit, man. Uh, get away from all that, please. If you're, if you're angry, if you're pissed off all the time, if you're depressed, if you're, if you're sad, if you're mad, get off of Facebook. Unfollow some people, unfriend uh, some people if you have to, but do not partake in the negativity anymore. Don't do it. Be positive. Um, turn off the news feeds. You know, maybe watch, uh, you know, just regular TV or a movie or a TV series or uh, reality TV or something or music videos or you know, just get on YouTube and watch what you want to watch. But stop following the news and stop going down these rabbit holes of just misinformation and, and fake news and false news and negative news and oh my god the sky is always falling i was gone for 94 days longer than that really for the entire trip and uh the sky is not falling the sky is beautiful i saw the most beautiful sky every single day of the week morning noon afternoon evening the sky is fine. It's not falling, I promise you. So get off of the negativity. Get off of the news. Get off of the social media sites. Uh, retool your news feeds and the sites if you're going to stay on there. Stop posting negative stuff and you will stop seeing negative stuff. Start po posting positive things. You'll see positive things. And that's kind of the way life is, right? If you stop if you stop doing negative things and you stop having negative thinking and you stop doing uh, having negative thoughts and and you stop being a, a dick or a bitch or a cunt or a asshole and those type things. If you start being nice and you start helping people and you start giving back and you start being generous with your time and generous with your money and you you know you know you buy the guy behind you in the line at the coffee shop, you buy their coffee or their their donut or their bagel or their muffin. Um, those things are going to come back to you. The universe is going to bring those things back to you. It's called karma. It's called 
um, positive thinking. It's whatever the term is you want to you want to call you want to call it. It is a thing. It is energy that you put out into the universe, and the type of energy that you put out there, and the type of energy that you give off, is what you're going to get in return. Um, now. Is that to say that there's not going to be some negative things, that you're not going to be sad, that you're not going to be depressed, that there's not going to be some bad things that happen in your life? No, that's not what I'm saying at all. There has to be a yin and yang of life. There's going to be an ebb and flow. There's going to be an up and down. There's going to be a left and right. There's a, a north and south. There's a, a, you know, a cold and hot. I mean, there has to be those balances. But overall, in general, you're going to get more of what you put out there, whether it be negative or positive. So I'm just saying, you know, be nice to people, guys. That's all. Just be nice to people, and uh, you know people will be nice to you. And then it just all kind of uh, it all kind of goes in a big circle and just kind of um, it's the earth, you know, just kind of spinning around. And you're gonna have a much better life because of it. And you'll stop uh, maybe thinking "woe is me" and "oh my life sucks" and "oh the world is going to hell in a handbasket." And you'll stop thinking all these thoughts and you'll start looking at the world in a different way. And you'll say, "Man." I've been wrong all along. The world is fine. It's my attitude that was bad. It's the attitude of the people that I've been following on Facebook that are bad or on Twitter that are bad or whatever, uh, you know, the, the, the negativity that I've been seeing on Fox News or CNN or MSNBC or whatever news source you follow. Get out of those cycles and uh, get into your own positivity cycle. All right, guys. All right, that's the update from the travel trailer. Um, November 18th, 5 p.m., uh, plan on, mark your calendar, cancel your schedules, and make sure you get to Coastal Coffee Roasters at uh, 108 3rd Street, I think, in Somerville, downtown Somerville. I think it's 108. Make sure you get over there. I'll be putting on the presentation. We'll have a good time with Paul Stone, drink some good beer, and... Um, we're going to make it happen. So, again, more to come on that. You'll see more stuff uh, posted out on my social media sites and those type things. And and uh, we'll get you all squared away with that. So, All right. I think that's it. Just a small update. Just want to give you some, some whatnots of what's going on. And uh, we'll get together maybe in a few days, maybe in a week. I'm not sure. Uh, try and see if I can maybe get somebody in here. And, and you don't have to just listen to me rant and rave and ramble the whole time. I'm going to go drink this beer, finish this beer. I'm going to maybe open a second one. I am going to um, one more thing. Hold on. Forgot about this. So if uh, let's pull this guy back up. So this is Peter Bragiel. If you want to figure out, if you want to see, if you want a good depiction of what I experienced and my team experienced as I went down the Mississippi River, Go to YouTube, type in Peter Bragiel, and I'll, I'll try and put it. Remember to put his link in the uh, in the show notes. But you're going to want to go to uh, his playlist here, and you're going to want to go to this Mississippi River by Canoe playlist. And um, let's open this up here. We're going to pause that. But if you go here, he's got a prologue. He kind of explains what he's getting ready to do, and then they start off at the headwaters, and they go all the way down to the Gulf of Mexico, just like we did. There's short episodes. There's uh, 25 episodes altogether, including the prologue. You can see here they're five, six, seven minutes long, maybe at the most. Real quick series, very pal palatable, uh, great information. Man, these guys had a fantastic time. There was four of them. They went down in two canoes, 
uh, doubled up in, in each canoe. And, oh, my gosh, it just made me smile the whole time I was watching. I'm like, oh, man, I remember that. Oh, I remember being at that place. I remember being at that campsite. I remember going to that restaurant. Uh, some of the people I even remember that they uh, filmed. And this was 10 years ago. This is 2011 that, that they did this thing. And, man, it just it brought all the memories, all the, you know, which has just been a week and three days ago that we finished. But it brought back, brought back all these rushing emotions, um, even teared up a few times, you know, during, during watching it saying, man, I just did that. And, uh, I remember those fantastic times. I remember these barges. I remember this water. I remember that campsite. I remember that sand on that beach. I remember these bugs. I mean, just everything. Whew. So if you want a good series that really gives a good depiction of what we went through, watch that series by, uh, by Peter Bragiel. All right. That's really it. I'm signing off, and when I sign off, what does that always mean? That means we're going to talk to you soon, and I hope that you guys put on your calendar November 18th, okay? Coastal Copyright, 5 p.m., 5 p.m. All right, later.